and welcome to the Structured Gibberish. Today is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2016. We're your hosts, Brian and Pat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are coming to you uh, dead from San Diego Comic-Con. We are not there live. Uh, we're not there at all. It's I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that's what they say, that we're coming to you dead. Well, because we're not live. Right. So, you get it? The, op- the opposite of not live. Right. Anyway, it's over. We couldn't be there if we wanted to, because it isn't. It isn't. Anyway. I don't know where Brian's going with this opening, I'm, guys. You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> um, <clears throat> We're going to talk to you about stuff that happened at Comic-Con, okay? Yes, That's we good? are. We're going to talk so much. So much, you guys are going to say, what? I wish this wasn't a talk show. So there were many trailers that came out. Mm. Many trailers. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to you about two of the DC trailers right now. Dos. Uh, Justice League. Just the first one we're going to talk about. Us League. The Just Us Justice Ducks. That was the name of the episode of Darkwing yes, Duck. Where they... it, yes, we, I, we all know. Because <laughs> I'm the only one who listens to this podcast. <laughs> Justice League. Pat, I had a realization about the Zack Snyderverse mm-hmm. uh, while watching this trailer, and that that is that Superman brings down this entire universe. Clearly, clearly, the second he's gone, people start having a little bit of fun. Yeah, um, and it's it it really is true. I mean, like you kind of expect Batman to be mopey, right? You know, and dark, but not Superman. You know, right? And I I have a secret. Or not, not secret. I have a feeling that Zack Snyder secretly hates Superman, and that's why he's done all this stuff. Like he clearly, he clearly hates Superman. Look at what he's done to him. Well, he yeah. he gives him two movies and then he murders him. Spoiler alert. And and what does he do in that time? He causes the destruction of of like everyone. <laughs> he turns him into a a mass murderer. Um, that kills, no one likes kills Jimmy at Olsen. all. Kills Jimmy Olsen. Here's what I think. I think uh, Zack Snyder is actually a huge <laughs> fan of Batman. Yes. And one and or of two things uh, happened here. Either. One and or of two things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either he was like, oh, oh, I really wanted to do a Batman movie. And I may never get a chance to do that, so I'm just going to make What If Superman Was Batman. (laughs) Or, alternatively, he was just like, I love Batman so much that from now on, I'm going to make every hero I do a movie of Batman. And so, that's where we get our Superman, who really has everything going for him, but is really kind of a a mopey dick. He's a mopey dick, Pat. He is mopey dick. And, uh, Yar, I even after Mopey Dick for my entire life. Even when he died in Batman v Superman. Certainly was a Mopey Dick. I remember thinking to myself, why why is he doing this? Why is he the one with the spear when he's the one that is also vulnerable to the spear? Why is he the one who's doing this? He's the only one. And then before I could finish that thought, I was just like, no, it's fine. He can go. He'll probably die. And He'll most okay. likely die, and everyone will be happier without him. Yes, and nothing of value was lost. <laughs> and um, 
I I will say I I still I still feel like Henry Cavill could have been a really good Superman if anyone else was was directing him. Anyone else? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Anyone um, at all? I think uh, this this trailer for Justice League. I suddenly came down with the hiccups. I apologize. What are you, Tony Stark? Really, really bad hiccups. Um, I this this trailer for Justice League, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know if it's considered an official trailer. It's technically a Comic Con trailer. I'm not sure in right, the grand scheme I of mean, things. I mean, the the movie is very far away. It, it you know it's interesting that they even came out with this trailer at this juncture. Yeah, I have a feeling that what we're seeing in this trailer is far from, like, finished, like, final. So, you know, it's... Hopefully it's, Cyborg will look a little less janky. Yeah. And hopefully um, the Flash's effects will look a little better. I, I actually like the idea of that just, like, there's just lightning all over the place whenever he's moving. But when you're watching that scene in slow motion and you're actually watching, right. like lightning hit things and sparks exploding, but then the stuff is completely undamaged, you know, and it's very clear that, oh, there's just special effects happening on top of this stuff. You know, I'm hoping that some of these things get, you know, another pass. And I I have a feeling that since we're so early in the process here that these are far from final special effects, but hopefully this won't be like a Green Lantern situation where they do go and change the effects and then they're still not very good. Um, but anyway, don't worry, everyone. We fixed it. Kind of. Shut um, up. Don't look at it. Ezra, watch it. Ezra Miller as the Flash is much more tolerable than I was yes. originally expecting. I, I would even go as far as saying I am pretty sure he is doing a solid impression of TV's Flash. Sure, sure. I you kind know? of feel like he should really be um, like a lot of these guys feel more like a Wally West to me than a Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. I think it's fun. It's it's fun times, so I'm good with it. Anytime, at this point, with these movies, anytime I can look at anything in them and go, that's fun times. Right. Um. That's that's a point. That's a point for the movie, you, because... You've won a single point. Yeah, so we'll far... We'll see what happens. So far, uh, point to Slytherin. Uh... I've, I've, I've only seen, like, every other Harry Potter movie. I think that was a correct reference. Um, sure. <clears throat> I saw the first one and the one with the cup and okay. uh, the first half of the Deathly Hallows. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Aquaman uh, doesn't do much in this, but it's he has a funny joke. He, well, Batman has a funny joke with him. Batman has a funny joke. Batman yeah, has well, a It's li- actually not even a funny joke. It's just like, it's, it's just... It's everybody is always railing on Aquaman. And even when he's a total badass, fucking Batman's going to be like, hey, hey, you talk to fish. Your mom talks to fish. My mom is dead, Martha. (laughs) Your mom was Martha Curry. That's what we find out in this movie, Pat, is everyone's mom's name in the Justice League was Martha. That's why he picks these people. That's why it's Cyborg and not Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter's mom had a different name because she's not from Earth. She was she was actually named Martha. <laughs> right, and that's that's different enough. 
Right. That's Ma- different enough. He would have uh, he would have killed Martian Manhunter. Yeah, totally. Um why did you say that name that sounds vaguely like another name? I hate you. Wait, wait, I hate what, you all. What, what did You're you say? You're all making fun of me. Did you say Martha? No. No, I said I'll kill you. <clears throat> what Please else happened in this? The killing. Yeah, so Cyborg doesn't get a funny joke scene. I mean, no, he, he does, but it wasn't a funny joke. Um, right. The Flash's costume looks better when it's not covered in apocalyptic tech. I, I was going to say, I think that, that's, that that first costume that we see him in is not his base costume. Yeah, it's his um, going back in time costume. Or something, you know. Hopefully that's from a time that we'll never have to know. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm hoping. Um, I, I mean, seriously, in, in all of this and everything that I see from the, the DC, um, you, I guess is what we're calling it or they're calling it what they forced on us. Mm-hmm. Um, the DCU, uh, all I'm seeing that I'm liking is Wonder Woman. Now I didn't dislike this trailer. I actually thought this trailer showed a lot of promise. Yes. A lot of promise. I mean, we've, we've been burned in the past, but right. This is the most promising Zack Snyder trailer I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's amazing to me how far you can go to fix, you know, to make these movies watchable. If you just say every so often we're going to make a joke and at least one time during the movie, one person will smile. Right. Right. And the movie so, will uh, be in again, color. And the movie will be in color, not sepia tone. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, I, I really feel like with the inclusion of of Barry, a an absolutely not dark character yet, um, I I think it it could lead to very wonderful things. Hopefully, um, and again, Ezra Miller really blew me away by not being a total complete fucking ass face. <laughs> Hard to imagine um, someone like that in a Zack Snyder movie. Right. Well, I mean, just think about how we saw him in the uh, the the found footage. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like a douchey man bun going on thing. Or maybe he just had a ponytail or something. I, I can't remember. He looked like a fucking douchebag. And all we saw was like 12 seconds of him. Um, he had that weird like facial hair going on. And now all of a sudden he's clean shaven and he looks like he could be Barry Allen. Yeah, you know? I mean, and the only other scene we get him in is, uh, gross. <laughs> Father, please! I mean, Batman, please! <laughs> anyway, um, this, this movie shows promise. It, it's lighthearted E. They're letting Ben Affleck play Bruce Wayne pretty okay. Although I really, you know, the. The comic nerd in me doesn't see Bruce Wayne showing up to meet Aquaman. And certainly doesn't see him like showing up to a crowded room of people <laughs> to call him out. You know what I mean? Like like Bruce uh, is yeah. is very guarded. He wouldn't just be like, "Hey, guess what? I'm Batman." Well, he's he's real when he needs to be. Um, again, you know, like how much cooler would that sequence have been with Barry if it was just fucking Batman in his lair? You know what I mean? That's true. It is. I th- I did notice that. And I think it is weird that he is collecting these people as Bruce Wayne right. and not as Batman. I mean, I wonder if that's like a trust thing. Like, 
They won't trust me if I just show up as Batman or something. I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't make sense to me. But or perhaps he's he's not going to reveal that he's Batman right away. You know, like it'll be one of those things where he's like, "All right, I'm recruiting you. Go talk to my friend in Gotham. He's a bat. Get man. it, man? Get it? Could be. Except for, except for it's not because he clearly throws a batarang at Barry. <laughs> <laughs> my friend gave me that. My friend from Gotham. You know. Yeah. You heard him? Perhaps you heard him? <clears throat> Wonder Woman, Pat. Also in this movie, but more importantly, also in her own movie. Yes, much more importantly. Yeah. Because apparently DC Comics were great in World War II times. Yeah, well, I always said they were they were better in the past than they are yeah. now. But uh, yeah, for sure, this trailer for Wonder Woman is actually pretty good. This I'm trailer for excited. Wonder Woman, I have watched more often than any modern day trailer i think aside from green lantern which was i don't want to talk about it um but th- this one this one is really speaking to me i i feel like this is like we we've talked about this version of wonder woman for so long you know and it finally feels like we're going to get it you know this trailer and and i'm going to say grain of salt here uh, because the the DC DCU is is not known for actually giving us any gifts, um, but but based on this trailer, based on what we're seeing here, based on the fact that Zack Snyder is not directing, <laughs> he is exact producing, I believe, but not directing. Yeah, um, I, it looks really good. It looks really good. My hopes are very very high. Um, which I I could be setting myself up for a a big fall here, but I'm gonna go ahead and be optimistic on this one and and think that we we got a winner on our hands. Hopefully, hopefully, cautious optimism. Cautious optimism is the theme of our uh, watching these DC trailers. Um, I like that her lasso is there and it lights up. Yeah, that was really cool. I mean the the. The feminist undertones are very fun, you know. You you want to see that in a Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Pine is continuing to be awesome. the on, The only thing I don't like about it is that at one point I had you know dreams and aspirations of him being Green Lantern, mm-hmm. and that would have been pretty good. That actually would have been would pretty have been, good. Would have been very happy about that, but you know we'll see. Um. So, I don't know, you know, all in all, I, I'm very excited. Every Everything I've seen about this movie has made me think, oh my gosh, they're going to they're gonna pull out a win. They're going to do it this time. So, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, now that's over with. <laughs> Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, so. a movie that is almost surely going to be good. Hopefully. So Star-Lord, as we all know in the comics, his dad is a uh, Jason of Spartax, or Spartois, depending on which you know, continuity we're in, or which reboot we're in, rather. But in the, in the movie, that is not the case. No. It has been revealed. Spoiler alert. If somehow you have avoided this news and you don't feel like being ruined 
for it until a slightly later date because it has been revealed that this information will be part of the marketing campaign. Spoiler alert. Proceed. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to proceed, but I will. Proceed. We will both proceed. Go ahead. It's Ego. Ego, the living planet that isn't a Green Lantern. Yes, the other living planet. The other white meat for Galactus. Uh, um, yeah. And, and Ego's human personification will be played by none other than the great Kurt Russell. Yeah, which they had announced a while ago that Kurt Russell would be his dad. Well, they announced, they, no, say, they, they, they announced a long time ago that Kurt Russell was going to be in the movie, and then wild speculation, clearly wild speculation, <laughs> led people to believe that he would obviously be playing Star-Lord's dad. Right, and he uh, is. Nobody officially said that, though. I, I said. Well, I okay, Brian, Brian was our officiator. So, anyway, um, point is... He is his dad. He is playing Ego. Apparently, during the Comic-Con footage that I still don't think has made its way online. Not that I've seen. Dingy. Um, Ego makes himself a human form and, and basically comes down out of his ship or whatever. I don't know how he you know arrives where he's at and announces his presence. And Drax, you know, he says, I made myself a body. To which Drax apparently says, you, did you make yourself a penis? And he <laughs> says, yes, Drax, I made myself a penis. <laughs> so, I mean, what more can you ask for? <laughs> I don't think I could really ask her too much more. I, I'll tell you what more we could ask for. Yondo's fucking finhead. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am really excited. I'm, I'm actually, because Yondo, or Yondu, Yondu. Yondu. In the comics, was relatively accurate in the movie, with the exception of the fact that he had a huge fin on his head. Now, Michael Rooker had like that little mohawk thing, you know, almost a faux hawk that looks kind of mechanical, you know, that was just resting atop his head for uh, the bulk of the movie. We we find out that that thing apparently gets erect. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a replacement. I don't. I think I think that it will actually be like Yep. Uh, uh, exactly. I don't think so, but um, No, nope, I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. I, well, I, I think, think it's all in there. That would be cool enough. Um and then did you see the picture that they released with that had Mantis in it? Uh no. I keep hearing people talk about it. Send me a link. I don't have a link. Oh, you I was, I was just going this. through the gallery here, assuming it was in this gallery, but it's actually not. Oh, yeah, it is. If you go through the gallery on the bottom, it's uh, 8 of 19. It's, it's like a painting kind of thing. Promotional art. Oh, oh yeah. Pr- promo art. Yeah. But Prom- you get uh, you get Mantis right there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, and um, uh, not what, what, Kevin? Kevin Feggy? Yeah, Kevin. Ooh. Kevin Feggy? Kevin, um, Kevin uh, Paul. Nope. Nope. No, don't Kevin, say it. Kevin. Yeah, see, now, now we were talking about Ghostbusters for so long. I forget how to pronounce these people's names. Right. You know, I'm pretty sure it's Faggy. Um, He 
revealed. Again, spoiler alert. These things are not really spoilers, I feel like, when they when they just tell us right away. <laughs> this is what it is. Much less of spoilers. Um, Groot will be baby Groot. And he is, in fact, the same Groot. He's not like son of Groot or anything like that. He is the exact same Groot growing up again. Yeah, as it so, is in the comics. So Right, right. But, you know, they, they were there was speculation and uh, uh, that was just from the noobs. Well, what's his name? The director. Yeah, he's a noob. He's a noob. No, he you know, he said, you know, like, well, you don't know. You don't know if it's if it's him, you know, could be could be his his kid or whatever, you know, whatever. Anyway, it's not. It's Groot. And we're very excited about that. I am excited to hear him talk because I am I'm really hopeful here that uh vin diesel because he is he is still the voice of groot i am really hoping that it is it is a a uh chipmunks effect you know they they just take take the regular vin diesel voice under the stirrup. <coughs> i just hope it's the normal voice the, the really deep voice coming out of that little twig actually i'll take i'll take that too um now another thing that that i didn't know before this Sylvester Stallone is in this movie as well. That is true. I don't have any idea who he's playing. Um, but... He is playing, uh, the the theory is he's playing Star-Lord's dad. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I think so he's playing a villain, I thought. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't think they I said. Just, I, never, I never heard that he was even in the movie, so I thought that I was very intrigued. <laughs> so. oh, Bradley Cooper's in this movie. Yeah, right. He's but he's never there. He's never with the guys. No. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think they've said. But I did see a picture of him in another movie. So, Judge Dredd. Uh, no, I think it was like Rambo or something. Oh, the, the more I, recent one. I am um, because the article that I was reading did not have a, a picture um, from the Guardians of the Galaxy, and so they were just like, "Here's a picture of him in a different movie." I am really hopeful that he is playing Nova, like the Nova, the Nova, Rich the Nova, Dick, Dick Ryder. Yes, and that's why he's called Dick Ryder. Um, but I, you know, I think we all kind of wanted Nathan Fillion to do that, but uh, well, I yeah, so. but yeah. I mean, that would, I guess, that would be okay. Um, I just think I think that the Nova costume. Is a is a good uh, callback to him playing Judge Dredd. Yeah, that would be that's true. You know, that would be so cool. visually it would be entertaining for me. But it's true, I would prefer uh, Nathan Fillion be to. Um, you know. If I recall, and I have no proof of this because I don't feel like going back and looking, but I believe I recall from Nathan Fillion's Twitter that he did film another cameo for this movie. I believe uh, James Gunn requests his presence in all of his movies. You're you're presence is cordially invited to is be a big cordially alien. requested demanded you will be here now he he said once that um uh he feels nathan gives him good luck <laughs> and so uh he he tries to be in all of his movies and the fact that um castle has been canceled really opens up his schedule it so, does it does, because you know what he's doing. No, I don't. Secret, no. secret revival of Firefly. Oh yeah! Don't, don't tell anyone. Secret, secret, very secret. Um, 
so secret. Speaking that, of goofy you know? fan theories, uh huh. Suicide Squad, Pep. Yeah. Now we've we've heard that this movie is not not great. I just just for the the record here, just so we're not being unfair, because I was actually looking very forward to this movie. Very me, forward. Let me not backwards even a little. I was looking forwards. Um, but uh, the reviews are are hitting. Um, and on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are speaking. And uh, before before I tell you their scores, I want to tell you a few other people's scores very quickly. Um, let's see. There it is right there. Um, the Return of Swamp Thing... Starring swamp a swamp and Heather Locklear <laughs> currently has a 33% rotten on, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Just, just barely squeaking out <laughs> over, over that is Suicide Squad at 35%. So anyway, people have compared it to... Uh, just shy of greatness and a movie that could have been good. And some people have said it's almost as bad as Batman V Superman. So, uh, and, and one person, one of the positive reviews said one could almost have as much fun as seeing a Marvel movie. And by that, I think they meant Ang Lee's Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the fan theory that we're referring to is that the Joker is actually Robin, who has gone insane. Right. And for me, this fan theory only held... It was held in high regard to me because I loathe this Joker. I just... I can't get behind it. I What I'm hoping for is the kind of character that can be reinvented over and over again. And that's difficult to do with tattoos on your face. But <laughs> I am hopeful... I'm eternally hope springs eternal now that Jeff Johns is the uh, overlord of the quick stop. Um, Lord and master, whatever. Um, Clerk's cartoon, look it up. The fan theory was that Robin, who we, we briefly saw his costume in Batman v Superman and to where it was alluded that he was dead um, and that the Joker had something to do with it. People were holding on to this theory that this version of the Joker isn't the Joker that we know and like, because no one likes this version of the Joker. Um, But in fact, this was a, a version of the Joker that was Robin. Robin didn't die. He was just driven mad uh, by the Joker, the real Joker. Um, And then he took on this Joker esque persona. But the director of said Suicide Squad movie came out and said, nope. His actual, uh, his actual quote was it not the much case. longer. He's not. Yeah. Yep, that's it. It ain't the case, he said. He's not. Now, so they, they, uh, Zack Snyder or somebody confirmed that the costume 
you see in Batman v Superman is intended to be Jason Todd's, right? Someone said that officially. I think so. I think so. I mean, that's that's the one that makes the most sense. Yeah. Jason Todd is the only Robin who's not made it out alive. Well, he, well, you know, you know, Superman, Superboy punched the wall. Right. And now we have Batman v Superman. The power of myth, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. So anyway, not, not Robin. You can all stop tweeting me about it every couple days for the last. Did you hear this? Dude, bro. This Check is, this out. This is basically if I could describe for you how I am introduced every conversation I have with someone new. Okay, it'll it'll go like this. They'll go, uh, "Hey, this is uh, I want you to meet my friend Brian." I'm like, oh yeah, hey, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, my friend Brian here. He's into uh, comic books and stuff like that. Oh yeah, did you hear that theory that Joker is actually Robin? And this is how it constantly, that's like everything that people bring up. And then I have to go, yes, I have. It's dumb. Stop it. Well, it wasn't go, a dumb theory. It was a dumb theory, Pat. It was a hopeful theory. People were trying. No, it wasn't. You, it was a theory that hinged upon competency in creating these movies. Oh, damn it. You're right. And therefore was a dumb theory from the beginning. There was no, ma- there's no mastermind here. If there was a mastermind behind these movies, then I would totally be up for whatever cockamamie theories you want to come up with. But no, there's no one incompetent in charge of these movies. And therefore, I mean, look at this guy. Just look, I was just, at, I was just just look say, at this guy. To to be fair, there is someone now. Uh-huh. Yeah, now. But, but he was not there before. So that argument isn't very valid. So. Okay. So there's that. Moving on. I'm moving fast because we got a lot of news. And we're not also not moving fast. The Rocketeer, a movie that I loved as a kid, uh, but can remember nothing of it. Mm. Um, it's it's in my opinion, it's still very good. I I enjoy it. I've watched it in recent years, uh, much shorter than I remember. But for a stormtrooper, so they're rebooting it, except this time instead of what I seem to remember was a white guy as the mm-hmm. Rocketeer, because I don't think as a child I saw any movies that didn't star white people. Well, as a child, you would have to kind of, uh, you know, when growing up, you'd have to go out of your way a little bit to find one of those. So Yeah, which is why I assume. So uh, this movie in the remake will star an African-American female. Yes, yes. Um, I, I wish I could find the quote so I could tell you exactly who said it. But basically, um, they said they didn't want, they wanted to differentiate this version of the Rocketeer from the other flying robot superheroes, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, Iron Man, mm-hmm. you know, by replacing the lead character with an African-American female, something Iron Man has. Oh, what's this? I'm sorry. We, we've got breaking news from weeks ago. Tony Stark to be replaced by an African-American woman. Yeah, in the so Iron Man comic books. Out of all the... <laughs> Out of all now, the race and gender take, swaps you could have picked. <laughs> take a quick second and remember Disney owns Marvel. <laughs> I actually had not put that together. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. They are from the same company, and they obviously don't read the memos. So we've got the Rocketeer 
one of my again you know much much like brian i loved the rocketeer uh rocketeer was i don't know why it just hit at the right time for us i think it was yeah it was the adventure movie for us you know yeah, and it was like just fantastical enough that at right at the age that i was at i, I could not believe right this right. movie that i was seeing you know and and it was amazing and it was one of those movies that was completely underserved when it came to merch like i had a rocketeer gum dispenser and that was as close as you could really get to a rocketeer action figure they had a bendum and they had one of those big um immovable pieces of plastic from applause came with the little hands hand logo applause anyway um finally thank you funko uh, fixed that on two levels, gave us a reaction figure and a highly posable action figure of the Rocketeer, which I have both and I'm very happy with. But that is not the story here. The story here is that my beloved Rocketeer um, in this it pitch, you know, this this all could change. Let, let's let's be honest. This all could change. But from this, this pitch, this idea that they're saying they're going with, um, this is so early that this movie might not even happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the idea is, uh, what was his name? Campbell? Something Campbell. Bruce. Billy? Bruce Campbell? No. Get out of here. I was like, that sounds right. No. Billy. Um, Billy Campbell. Mm-hmm. So Billy Campbell. Is that the actor's name or is that the Rocketeer's actual? That is, that is the actor's name. Okay, so Billy Campbell played the Rocketeer. Yeah, uh, whose the name I can't can't remember. His, his real name is Willard Campbell. Cliff Secord. Cliff, that's right, Cliff. Yeah, you know, there's a rocket. Take <laughs> you right to Florida. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Timothy Dalton was in that's right yeah, with the mustache. Was. Yes. I love this movie. I'm going to watch it. I don't I don't own it. Never mind. Neville Sinclair. What a classic name. <laughs> classic. Um, so anyway, my, my beloved Rocketeer disappears fighting the Nazis. Nobody, you know, nobody sees him dead or anything. He just disappears. So it my, turns out they want to differentiate him. It turns out he's going to be frozen in the ice. <laughs> this way they can differentiate him from other heroes of that time <laughs> here's open here's open oh, now this, I can't this, get over that. this too will be a period piece so um i i think that they said it was only going to be six years after the events of the original rocketeer so um he doesn't have to be frozen in the ice uh my guess is though by the end of this movie uh, the Rocketeer we know and love will return, but not to the, take the mantle away from the the Black Lady because that would not be PC. Um, so I I I'm against this kind of bullshit for the most part, uh, but I will see how they're going to play it because I'm, again I'm totally I'm, cool with I'm totally cool with them doing this like in the same continuity and the same right right it's just a continuation it's not is, even a reboot. If that, but they're still calling it a reboot. So don't call it a reboot. We'll, that. It we'll was never see. a reboot. It was never a reboot. We'll see where it goes. If it goes in the, the right direction, I'll be very excited. You know, um, 
in all honesty, though, it would have been a much more interesting because it's already kind of canon. Uh, it would have been much more interesting to see Betty Page. Betty Page in the in the comics, she's been the Rocketeer before, um, and so it would have been a, a, an interesting move if they had done it, uh, even an homage to Betty Page. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. We'll see. But it doesn't sound like it. Maybe Betty that'll Page be like. Maybe that'll be a minor joke point in the movie. Maybe you know, it's like maybe she, maybe you know, they're trying to get a couple of people to try it out. You know, <laughs> that would, yeah, one that of would... them is Betty Page. Um, now the real, the real question for me is: Will the the director be back? Because uh, I don't know if you all know this or not, but uh, and I, I don't, I'm terrible with names. I think it's Joe something, um, Joe Schmo, if I remember correctly. Mighty uh, Joe Young. Yes, that's the one. Uh, he directed the first Captain America movie, which is why that first Captain America movie feels so much like the Rocketeer uh, because it is. <laughs> so to differentiate, we, we didn't want him to be the same. So <laughs> mm. um, anyway about it, I'm, I'm excited for the notion. I love the Rocketeer. I will again be really happy if, Suddenly, this brings a bunch of nostalgia back for the old one, and hopefully we get even more product for me to stuff my little room here with. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yay, Rocketeer. Okay, next story. Okay, good. So uh, we're going back to a little follow-up from the last episode where we were talking in great detail about um, Maddie Collector giving way to Super 7. Mm-hmm. And we have some new... And uh, cool news about what's going on with that. So first off, I don't know if we said it last week or not, because I don't remember if it was official yet, but... I don't think so, but go ahead. uh, Four Horsemen are officially working with Super 7, and they're continuing the Classics line. Right. So we will, for sure, at this juncture, get to continue on with the same... And and I watched a very in-depth interview with Pixel Dan, interviewed... um, Our favorite Pixel. (laughs) I think the man's name is Brian. Brian is the the head of uh, Super 7. Brian something? Yes, it is. It's Brian. Because I I only remember because it's my name. Yeah, right. I mean, that's why. But I do remember that the the guy in charge of Super 7 is named Brian. I know Uh, all the Brians. Right. You guys have a club. Mm -hmm. Um, Awesome club. Cheese and crackers. (laughs) Wednesday cheese and crackers with the Brians. Anyway. Um, so in this interview, they touch on a lot of things. First of which was, yes, Masters of the Universe classics will continue. The Four Horsemen already have sculpts worked out for several characters that they're going to produce. Um, they're doing their best to keep the same production. Uh, so the same company that's doing the, the figures now that's actually producing them, uh, overseas, will continue to do that as far as their hopes are. They haven't kind of nailed everything they, down. But, I'm hoping they'd find a better one. Well, <laughs> the problem is, is that if they do that, what's going to happen is we're going to have like four figures that aren't going to be right. You know, the plastic is going to be different. Things are going to be off and wonky. Yeah, like, like how you and they can, don't want to... Like how you can tell exactly when Marvel Legends switched over to Hasbro. Yes, exactly. And then Hasbro caught up. Yep. You know, they, they make some beautiful figures. In fact, we're going to get to that in a little while. But... Though those in betweens, oh, some of them literally make me want to vomit. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to eat them. Oh, oh, well, problem solved then. 
Now, anyway, um, what's what's the big news here, Pat? What are you most the, excited about the with this? Big news. The biggest of the news is for me personally is that not only are they going to take on Masters of the Universe classics and that they're going to keep that going and Club Filmation, they're, they're going to keep both of those going. But they are going to make vintage figures. Wrap your head around that for a second. They're going to be making figures again in the original He-Man style. I'm sure they're going to update the rubber bands and the thighs because those that sucks. But <laughs> other than that, they're going to be extended new figures for the original 80s Masters of the Universe line. And if what they've already put out is any indication they're going to fit right the fuck in and it's going to be amazing. Uh, they put out a four figure set. They, 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 I, I don't know how, how, I think we talked about it, but um, there, there was an episode of the show that they made. They got Alan Oppenheimer back to be Skeletor. They got him back. I would say halfway. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, he, he didn't have all of his, uh, his characters down anymore, but um, it was still good. It was good to hear him. Um, and I, I haven't seen the whole episode either because it just, it was actually just released today on, um, what is it? Vimeo, 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 Vimeo. Um, and then it doesn't, it got bumped. Um, it's not going to be released on Google play or iTunes until the 10th. So that's when I'll see it. Um, when it gets on there, probably, um, I saw like a shaky, uh, camera, version of it once but uh that that's not the the whole thing anyway so they put out four action figures based on that episode there were the three terrors which is what the episode is called and uh a possessed skeletor so it's basically a skeletor figure all wrapped up in some uh some mummy garb um and they all they glowed in the dark and they had all sorts of fun features now for me that kind of thing where it was like hey this is very specific um i wasn't so into that and plus they're only selling them as the set of four for 100 bucks which is reasonable if you you know factor in what they are uh, a very short run of action figures based on a single uh like 15 minute episode um but uh, for me, you know, the episode didn't blow me away, and so I didn't feel like I needed to commemorate it with action figures. Uh, but the the notion that we might get some of the figures, some of the fabled figures, you know, like uh, Hero and Eldor as vintage figures, that's so cool, you know. And I hope, I hope that they're going to go back and they're going to actually reissue like He-Man and Skeletor. Because, I mean, that only makes sense at this point. They would actually issue us um, the original figures again. Uh, so all all of this is very, very exciting for me. Um, they're, and then they're going to keep on doing their three and three quarter inch line, uh, of which I should have a big update for uh, hopefully Hopefully by next week, but so far my order hasn't shipped yet. Uh, I got the new wave in uh, coming to me. I ordered from from Super 7. Which, and see this stuff, this makes me a little nervous because Super 7 is not awesome at shipping things. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be handling, like they don't have a digital river, which should be a plus. You would think so. We, we all hate digital river. 
It's universal. Nobody ever said, you know what I really like about Mattel? Digital River. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that. Um, but like I said, they are kind of notoriously not great, at least for me. For me personally, I have had several issues with Super 7 shipping. Um, it's either very slow or there have been times where I've gotten some incorrect product. I hope they're really going to step up their game. So, um, anyway about it, we had, we had a lot, a lot of things to be hopeful for out of this, uh, this new partnership, but they will officially be taking over all things masters of the universe in the toy realm. Um, and Mattel will no longer be doing any of it apparently. Um, and other things that, that questions that were kind of, uh, hinted at last time, um, was, uh, what, what are the fate of the Thundercats? Um, now there, there were a lot of, uh, a lot of things going around. One of them said, no, it's not going to work out. You know, some of them said, uh, you know, everything's totally fine. Everything's cool. But the fact is, is that the Thundercats license is much more complicated than the Masters of the Universe license. Um, and it turns out that uh, the guy, Brian, had been trying to get the Thundercats license, but then Mattel snuck it out from under him um, originally. So the the theory goes, they are trying, they're trying to work it out to where they can continue the Thundercats classics line and all the other things that Super 7 does. I'm sure that there would be a Thundercats three and three quarter inch line. There'd be Thundercats mini muscle figures, all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, right now I think they're focusing on just trying to get the classics to continue. Because right now the only thing that we're promised is the subscription. That's it. After that, there are no official plans um to to continue the line until they get the rights um so that will be i it's going to be an interesting time because <laughs> uh the day that that uh that was released like nobody bought the thunder kittens nobody like they they went from being sold out in two minutes to having stock all day long <laughs> Um, so I think it's, it's going to be interesting because we don't have word. We don't know if it's coming out. And my guess is if it's not going to happen, we're not going to hear about it until after the end of the year, nothing official, you mm -hmm. know, uh, if it is going to happen, I'm sure they're going to turn on the, uh, <laughs> the, the machine right away and make sure everybody's aware to keep collecting their Thundercats and, you know, because more are coming from Super 7 soon. But, um, yeah, I, I'm still, I'm very worried for the Thundercats line. I am going to go out. I'm going to do my best to get a hold of Lion-O and Panthro. Um, because they, you know, they're the best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the other characters, that's, that's one of the reasons I didn't sub. Uh, because I just, I, you know, I don't, what is that girl's name? There's a girl that's not Chitara. Uh, Links. Linkso. Linkso. Um, never cared for her. And I think it's Jackalman. 
Yeah. Jackal Jackal Man was probably my least favorite of the mutants. Um but I did miss out on the the sweet mummified mumra uh exclusive, which again I hear tale a lot of people are just dropping the line. I, I heard of I personally heard a lot of people say that they canceled their credit cards, so Mattel's gonna get stuck. Um and all that means to me is that towards the end of the year is there's gonna be a big sale. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so any chance I have to scoop up any remaining stock of these things, I, I probably will, you know, just one, I don't, you know, I don't collect a thousand of them like some people do, but mm-hmm. I just want one of each so I can play with some Thundercats with my He-Mans, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our brief update on Super 7 stuff. All right. Let's talk about Marvel Legends. Let's talk about it. Lots of Marvel Legends announced. Um, Now, Pat sent me this one. You guys can look at the pictures. There's a whole bunch of cool pictures. There's a Spider-Man wave, Doctor Strange wave, Guardians of the Galaxy wave. I'll probably be getting most of that for my Guardians of the Galaxy display. And most of that wave isn't even being shown yet because it's movie stuff, too. Yeah, but I'm not collecting the movie, guys, so that's okay. Uh, And then X-Men wave. That Cyclops is pretty cool. It is. Um, what's but that it's next not, to Cyclops? It's not the only cool thing. <laughs> go, go ahead, Pat. You take over. Uh, I am so excited, guys. This is a figure I have asked for, I have been waiting for, and you have heard me talk about if you listen to the show, which you probably don't. We're not listening right now. And but you're, anyway, of course, referring to Warlock. Warlock! No! Get out of here! He's a cool-looking Warlock, though. It's Disco Dazzler! It's Disco Dazzler. They did Dazzler, and they did her in the right era. (laughs) What more could I ask for? She's got roller skates on. (laughs) It is a pretty cool outfit. I am so excited. It's a really good-looking figure. I like that little effect. Yeah, I really like that. Her sound effect there. Yeah, her little little light thing. Um, The, uh, you know, honestly, there's nothing about this figure I don't like. They, They nailed the... Uh, I'm going to pull up the picture so I can just go. She comes with a microphone. Uh, (laughs) Microphone, little disco necklace. Now this one, this, this figure, uh, Dazzler in general is special, uh, to me because she is my wife's favorite superhero. And I always liked Dazzler, but it's just something else. It's something wonderful when you have, that thing to bond over, you know, with uh, your significant other. She was so excited when I showed her this. Um, she owns the very first appearance of Dazzler, which happened during the uh, Phoenix Saga. So that's a, a, an expensive little comic book. Um, so this is this is probably the only toy in our house that we had to buy two of because of me and Amanda. Frankly, a lot of times it happens with me and Marion. But with me and Amanda, this is the very first time we'll we'll both have to own this toy. Um, but and, you know, like like we said, this is actually this whole wave is is pretty solid. Um, that Jim Lee Cyclops, I'm excited for because I only have the other Jim Lee Cyclops that came out that was not really a Marvel Legend, but was kind of close. Yeah, so he's he was, very scrawny. <laughs> yeah, this one looks much better. This is yeah. I'm definitely getting rid of that other one. Me too. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are getting rid of that one. And but much to my dismay, this Colossus is not my favorite. 
I I wish they would come out with a better Colossus because my like many of them's uh, ab crunch is very loose. Mm. So Colossus is always either leaning very forward or very back. <laughs> I don't think this one would have an issue with that. I don't think so because I uh, I don't even see that it has an ab crunch, uh, and it's not very big, you know. Um, and then what, what what is this guy's name? What is this crazy guy's name? He he Star- Sunfire. No. Um, what is he, a phalanx? Are you talking about Warlock? Warlock. His name is Warlock. Is that, he's that's a, Warlock, huh? Yeah, he's a technarchy. Yes. He was, um, he was a, they, they simplified things on the cartoon. Uh-huh. So he was a phalanx on the cartoon, but he's actually uh-huh. a member of the technarchy, which is the race that created the phalanx, if I recall. Well, I only watched the cartoon. I did not read the comics on that one. So um, I like him. I like his look. I wish one eye was bit more bigger than the other. <laughs> um, but other than that, I, I would I would have him. He's he's one of those characters that I saw a lot on '90s covers. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, he was one of like the epitome. He, you could not. I can't even imagine what he would look like drawn in today's art style. Right. He, his his art style when he was big was like the epitome of like nineties come to life, mm-hmm. you know, like just like look at, look at his, look at his ankles. Those weren't just random, uh, you know, machine parts. Those were pouches. <laughs> <laughs> and they, these were drawn, you know, the, these were designed in such a way that if Rob Liefeld didn't want to, he didn't have to draw his feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, just straight lines into the ground. Anyway, he he's a very cool figure, and I I I probably will pick him up. I'm 100 percent picking up Dazzler probably twice, and that Jim Lee uh, Cyclops is definitely coming home. Uh, I got to update now my <laughs> my whole uh, X Men collection. I think I got rid of Longshot. Now I'm sad because mm. the only reason I had Longshot lying around is so one day he could be Dazzler's boyfriend. <laughs> but um. now. Another it's finally useful. Another interesting thing of note is that um, as part of the Spider-Man wave, you can get uh, Kamala Khan as well. That's a nice figure to have. It is. It is. It's a very cool looking figure too. Mm-hmm. So um, that Goblin is nice. Which one? All of these, the classic look, the classic one is. Oh yeah. Uh, they've done Marvel Legends style Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. I think, more than once in the past. I, have, I, I know I have they one, have. And I don't really... No, I don't anymore. I sold it. Um, but the one I sold, I didn't care for because it... Um, but this one is yeah, by far one, the this best. This one's very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, like we said earlier in today's episode, Hasbro has stepped up their game. Right. They, they figured it out. They figured it out. I mean, look at the look at the Doctor Strange wave. I mean, these things know? cost like 20 bucks each now. So Right. So they better be damn good. Um, but the, that movie Dr. Strange is very, very good. I'm mm-hmm. very excited. I'm, I mean, I'm ge- in general, I'm very excited about the Dr. Strange movie. They, they did him upright. Um, uh, the guardians of the galaxy wave actually does nothing for me. I don't even like, I don't, I don't care about any of those characters. <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting for an Angela figure for quite some time. I feel like that's what I need to complete the display. Now is the rest this... of these are going to be pretty good. This Angela is this the the character that was like a spawn problem? Uh, 
I think so, because if I recall, she comes to the Guardians of the Galaxy through a like rift in the space time continuum. Uh huh. Let me let me see. There, it, I know it was something to do with you know how and when Todd McFarlane made her up, and all I know for sure is that I have seen this design figure as a McFarlane figure before. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what uh, that's what brings this to mind. Fictional comic book superhero created by Neil Gaiman and Todd McFarlane. Yep, there you go. She first appeared as a supporting antagonist in McFarlane's creator-owned series Spawn. Spawn. Spawns. Uh, and then there was a legal battle between McFarlane and Gaiman over the rights. Gaiman won and then sold the rights to Marvel. Nice. She was integrated into the Marvel Universe during Age of Ultron. And then blah, 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 blah. And then, oh, I did not even know this, but now she's the long-lost sister of Thor. Oh, neat. Good job. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, and then the only other thing of of drastic note for me uh, is Lady Deadpool in the three and three-quarter inch figures. And she comes with a tiny, is it squirrel pool? I don't know. Is it? Is it? Not pool. <laughs> I have no idea. He's got little katanas on his back, and he's just a squirrel with a Deadpool mask on. And that's enough to make me buy this friggin' figure. How big is that squirrel? Because these are three and three quarters. It's got to be super fucking tiny. So I, I mean, I guess it'll we'll we'll see how the paint job really turns out on that because uh, he is really tiny. Um, but, uh, he's probably is just about as big as the baby Groot. Um, which, oh, you know what? I, there was, there was more to this story. Where did those pictures, those pictures are not here. They're going to be putting out, um, comic book accurate three and three quarter inch, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy figures, the movie characters. So you're you know we already have a, a a good comic accurate Star Lord, but I think he's comes in a different color scheme or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Drax, I where is it? And the the big thing is they're going to be those comic two packs, you know. Um, and so I think there's going to be a Star Lord and Drax and a Rocket and Groot, and the Groot is going to be wearing clothes. Yeah, it's the so first nice. time we get. Not naked Groot. <laughs> Let me see if I can find. Yeah, we those, don't. Have, we though. don't have to see his twig and berries anymore. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Are they still Marvel Legends? Is that what they call the little guys? They're. Uh, they are. Um. I think so. All right. Let's see here. Forgive me while I search the internet. Talk amongst yourselves! (laughs) So the other thing, Marvel Legends style, is that uh, uh, they are going to be one of these waves. I'm not actually even sure which wave. But one of these waves will contain some Netflix figures yes including the punisher and jessica jones the jessica jones one looks so awesome so awesome okay i found pictures and an article i'll send the article over to you um but uh so the the it's going to be star lord 
and Gamora and Rocket and Groot. Okay. Send it. And I will I will be purchasing these for certain. Even though the rocket is the exact same rocket I already have, just painted different. And same with Star Lord, but that Gamora and uh and Groot are totally worth it. Toad's worth. Toad's worth? Oh, Toad's worth. Yeah. What scale are these? These are three. three there's three and a quarter. Okay. Four inches, what they say here. Well, he's pretty big. But yeah, the Groot seemed they they had a packaged example, um, and it, it seemed to me that the Groot's uh, legs, perhaps at the knees, were removed in the package, and you assembled them later. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, so this is this is what I really want for my display. I need a six-inch scale Groot with clothes, and like a Marvel now Gamora would be very nice as well. Mm-hmm. There, Star Lord went through a weird period where he was having some drastic costume changes. I I don't care about any of them, but if he landed on his Marvel now costume, I would be okay with that. It's somewhat movie-like, but mm-hmm. I have my original Star Lord costume. Well, it's not really original, but. Yeah, whatever the, the one you... from the one from like uh, Annihilation Conquest Star Lord. In other words, mm-hmm. that that original, um, which I think is the classic, which is basically the one in this picture. Yeah, very good. I'll be buying them. Moving You'll on. be buying them. We'll all be buying them. The line won't go away because everyone will be buying them. Uh, Funko, Pat. We're going back to Funko again. Funko Re- reaction. Funko reaction. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, so let me let me state for the record here that I was worried. I was pretty worried about Funko because our reaction. Fun- Funko Pops will never die. Um, try as we might, they will never die. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they had no reveals. There were no reveals. Um, to which they they said, oh, you know, you know, we never have reveals at Comic Con. It's always Toy Fair. And I'm like, ah, like I'll, I'll take you on on your word on that. But I, I feel like there were reveals. <laughs> but anyway, um, the point is that maybe a week after Comic Con, or you know, four days or something, they revealed these figures. Um, this is the the highly anticipated. Since we didn't get the villain, <laughs> um, wave two of Nightmare Before Christmas action figures. Um, this is a pretty solid wave. Now we we've got our, our Oogie Boogie uh, in both glow and non-glow variations, which is very cool. Um, I'm sure that'll be one of those things where you buy if you buy it online, you won't know which one you're going to get, and you'll be disappointed. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, we've got Santa Jack, we've got Halloween Town Pumpkin King Jack, we've got the werewolf, uh, one of my personal favorites, the clown with no face. You'll notice he has a face, but he can take it off. Hmm. And then, um, there's one of the three kids. Now, I, I, even as a, a fan of the show, I have to look it up. I, this one is shock. Um, now, shockingly enough. Uh, Shock was voiced by the mom from Home Alone. 
I is one of those funny things that I never realized until I got older. Um, but she was voiced by the mom from Home Alone, Catherine O'Hara. Um, and then the other two little guys, there's a skeleton kid and a uh, devil kid. And I'm never 100% sure which one is which. But one is voiced by Paul Rubens and the other is voiced by Danny Elfman. So uh, fun, fun bit of trivia for you there. Um, but uh, it, it would appear, and I really like this, it, it would appear that the, uh, the clown with no face comes permanently affixed to his uh, unicycle, which is also permanently affixed to a small piece of ground. So he, he will stand up. Uh, I think that's a, a quality solution to the problem. Because <laughs> uh, his character was always on a unicycle. So putting him out on just whatever is kind of a cop out. Now, this leads us all to to believe. Oh, I'm sorry. The clown has a tearaway face. That makes more sense. Um, this leads me to believe that a wave three is almost certain. Um, and I'll, I'll explain to you why, because there is already a, I think a lock figure, the skeleton boy. Um, and so the fact that we're getting lock and shock, but no barrel would tell me that they're planning on a third wave, whether or not we get it is going to be something else. But, uh, the third wave makes sense because we haven't seen, uh, I don't I think it's barrel. Um, we also haven't seen Dr. Finkelstein. He's a, a main character in the movie. And there's so many other supporting characters that we can uh, we can get. I'm, I'm sure that we will uh, see a full Wave 3, provided reaction continues on. Because this, this, is the, this, is, this is a weird toy line. It's a very weird toy line. It's been this way for some time now where... Um, it started so strong and so fast, mm-hmm. um, too strong, too fast, if you ask me, because they didn't give the audience time enough to react, interestingly enough. Get it? Because they're called reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, because by the time we we got everything and we said, oh, well, I mean, you gave us a lot of stuff here and we're not trying to be ingrates, but could you have done it a little better? <laughs> you know, we finally got uh, Marty McFly and, and Doc Brown action figures, but they didn't look a damn thing like Doc Brown or Marty McFly. And they, they were just going after this aesthetic because they, they remembered their old Kenner Star Wars toys didn't look a shit like the, the characters they were supposed to be in the beginning. By the subsequent waves, they started look like that Lando Calrissian figure looks just like Billy D. Williams. It's an awesome likeness. <laughs> you know, they replaced Han Solo halfway through his run with a much worse looking figure, but they did it because it looked slightly more like Harrison Ford. You know, they they definitely weren't sitting around going like, well, let's fuck this shit up. You know, mm. uh, and so the notion that that's what they were going for with this kind of sucks. You know, um, they they just they lost they lost their way because in fact I think that um, old school toys have some of the best likenesses. Like I collect uh, a lot of the three and three quarter inch toys from the past, and like my 
Mork and Mindy Mork figure is a dead ringer for Robin Williams likeness. Now, I don't think that they even painted his eyes. He's got like eyebrows and hair painted on his face. So it's a terrible little paint job. But the nostalgia is there from that. Like if they want to keep the paint app slow on these, that's great. That's fun nostalgia. But but do up the character, you know, the, the character's face right. Don't don't screw around with this. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's there's a lot more planned for this year that they, they announced like all these different lines, and we're already seeing a lot of like, oh well, we thought it would be out in July, but it's not. And we, you know, thought this was gonna happen, but it didn't. So we're we're hopeful. And if these lines that they're they're talking about releasing now, they're doing the Dark Crystal, they're doing um, this one. Um, the Golden Girls, I think, is still moving full steam ahead. Uh, provided all those sell well, I'm sure everything will be just fine. But they are, you know, scaling back a lot. So there you have it. There you have it. In your face. <clears throat> Indeed, that's where I saw it. Good. All right, last yeah, thing. Last thing, Pat. Uh-huh. My, it's my turn to do whatever. Oh, thank God. I'm <clears throat> so tired. At San Diego Comic-Con, Hasbro announced the upcoming Transformers toys. <gasps> and I want you to know, I'm very excited about many of these. <gasps> if not just for their names. <laughs> okay. First off, uh, the last Combiner Wars combiner was announced. Now, this is just the last one they have planned for now. There could be more later, but... Okay, I was going to say the last ever? Basically, the line is over. Titan Wars is already out. Titan Wars is the next part of the trilogy. I've seen a lot of people posting online that they've got them. Are they me? Yes. (laughs) I do follow you on Instagram. As should anyone who enjoys pictures of tiny transforming robots. And some pretty big tiny transforming robots. So... The final combiner is one that we learned about like a year ago when somebody leaked the box art and then we weren't sure if it was going to be a Hasbro or a Takara release or if it was even fake uh, because the character was Lyokaiser. Wait, what? Who is a Japanese only character. The combination of six members of the Breast Force. (laughs) okay they're breast friends now if you if you follow my instagram you would have seen at some point pictures of third-party versions of these guys boobs uh basically they're called that because they each had a little um animal buddy who was who could turn into like breast armor chest armor and that, <laughs> that was their breast former their breast plate and it could also turn into a gun i think so why, do, why are they not their best friends? They should be. They should be. But anyway. Um, Super breast friend club. So there was concern. Um, like, so if you recall my list of best Decepticon names, uh, three of the people on my list are from this group. Uh, Death Saurus, uh, Kill Bison, <laughs> and Hellbat. <laughs> I love those names. They're awesome. Um, and people were just like, how are they going to, how are they going to do this? Like what's Hasbro going to do, uh, to turn, you know, to turn this around. So here's what they did. So first off, 
Uh, it's only five members instead of six because they're using Skylink's uh, mold as the center guy. And in the original one, the center was like a guy on top and then a guy as the crotch and leg, upper legs. So they got rid of that. There's just one guy. And instead of being um, Jalguar or... Um, shoot. What was the other What was the other guy's name? Uh, anyway... Shit. And those two guys are out entirely, and the guy in the middle is going to be Deathsaurus. But they're going with his uh, less Roman, Rom, Romanized name of Desiris. So he's going to be Desiris, is the middle guy. And he is a, a remold of Skylinks, which means he has no robot mode. He has a dino bird mode and a shuttle mode. Mm-hmm. Um, the arm and legs of Guyhawk and Drillhorn have not changed names. That's their original names, and they are just repaints of <laughs> existing figures. Actually, all of these guys are repaints, um, except all of them have brand new heads and some extra weapons, I think. All of them have brand new heads, though, to match their original guys. So here's where it gets where they did some interesting stuff. Hellbat becomes Felbat. Now, is that because so, kids can't, can't kids say can't hell? Kids can't say hell, yeah. And Kill Bison... I was really hoping they were going to keep that one. Actually, a lot. Some people had speculated that since Hasbro prefer and many kids shows and stuff prefer to say destroy instead of kill, that he would be renamed mm-hmm. to Destroy Bison, which would have been great. But he's just going to be called Iron Bison after the Black Power Ranger from uh, Wild Force. So Iron Bison, and then um, they're reusing a Transformers Prime Arms Micron figure which is a japanese kind of like a mini con kind of thing named iron scythe which is an awesome name and so he is the one breast force member like he is the one breast and i'm not sure how he fits in on the combiner yet because i've only seen him as in his little animal form um and then instead of calling them the breast force they are simply known as the destrons which is the japanese name for decepticons that's lame. It is lame, but it's an awesome looking set. And I, in in my head, there's still going to be Hellbat and Kill Bison and Deathsaurus. The Super Breast Friend Club. The super, the super Breast Friend Club. So other than that, here's some other cool things coming out. Gnaw the Sharktacon. We're getting a Gnaw. brand new Gnaw. They're finally finishing their Legend Size Insecticon lineup with Kickback. Uh, they're doing a... Now, they're doing a whole bunch of new individual headmasters, which is cool. Um, they're doing another Rodimus figure. They're doing a uh, leader class six shot. Pat, they're doing it. They're doing they're six shot. They're doing it! This is, when, when I saw that. Oops, six shot. When I saw that, I thought, I said, I'm done with third party. Because with Lyo Kaiser and six shot announced, I realize now that there is no... Uh, old character that Hasbro will not touch. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm basically done with third party now because that was filling in the cracks and I now realize that if I have patience, Hasbro will fill in all the cracks. And there are very few cracks left. I will believe it when I see it, Brian. <laughs> six Shot is, was a Transformer that turned into six different things. Mm-hmm. And they are doing it again. And he looks exactly like his G1 version 
and he turns into the same six things. Well, I don't know why you would switch. Well, because he's not a... This time he is completely posable and not simply a brick <laughs> with shoulder that, articulation. That you can, you can flip six different sides and be like, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, and we, there's a picture of a plane on there. He's a plane now. The original six shot, due to his uh, having to transform so much, somehow, with a bajillion moving parts, ended up with a robot mode that had two points of articulation which were his arms moving up and down. <laughs> and uh, his, I mean, his wolf mode had more, you know, at least you could move the head up and down. Mm-hmm. His back, the wolf's back legs didn't move. Um, but then I think it was like tank, drill tank, plane, gun, you know, like handheld laser gun, robot, wolf. Uh, I think there's... There's six, whatever. But anyway, it's a fantastic. They have they've basically redone it. They're just like, we're going to do the same exact toy, but slightly smaller and with all of the articulation you would expect. Which is exactly what I want. Now, here's the other thing, Pat. Mm -hmm. Voyager class Megatron coming out. Mm. Now, they announced a new Voyager class Optimus Prime triple changer. All the Voyagers are triple changers. Okay. The Optimus Prime one is supposed to be based on G2 Optimus, and it is terrible. <clears throat> the robot the robot mode is fine. Vehicle mode is... a uh, Truck mode is okay, but then he also turns into a plane, which looks like the back of a tanker truck with the front of a plane sticking out of it. And it looks stupid, and it looks like the only reason it's there is so that they can repaint it into Octane later on, who has the same three mm. modes. Um... They did, though, announce this Megatron. And this Megatron, I would think, is really dumb, if not for the history of it. Because this is a Megatron that transforms into a tank and a plane. Okay. And the robot mode looks fairly, you know, it looks like Megatron. Got the big cannon on his arm. So back in the day, in the mid to late 80s, they were talking about, after they had... uh, He's back in the original. Try not to fall asleep on me here, Pat. In the I, original, I wasn't yawning. I was gasping for breath. In the original toy line, as this was with, uh, you know, a couple of toy companies back in the day, um, Hasbro didn't think that the kids really had any particular uh, affinity for the individual characters. And so they would just be like, okay, well, here's, op- here's an Optimus Prime toy. It's going to be on the shelf for like three years. Uh, and then when it's gone, it's gone. Whatever, moving on. But what they didn't realize was that the the new dynamic of uh, having a show to go along with the toy line mm-hmm. meant that the kids actually did fall in love with the characters. Obviously, when the when Optimus died in the movie to make room for the new toys, there was a lot of outcry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in '87, I think it was, Hasbro realized, oh, we should probably. Uh, you know, bring back some characters that these people love, and which is how we got Power Master Optimus Prime, which mm. was the first time that they made a new figure of an existing character. And then later on, we start getting like classic pretenders and stuff like that, and they start going back, and, and then Action Masters, of course. Of course, but you know. Of course. But anyway, of course. one of the things that they, uh, that I have seen concept art of 
and it boggles my mind why anyone would think this was a good idea, but it was a Megatron that transformed into a tank. Uh, wait, was it a tank? No, it was a gun. It had to be a gun because it was Megatron. But now it's a tank because it can't be a gun. And a jet. Okay? It was a triple-changing Megatron that turned into a tank and a jet, but the jet was actually Skywarp. He turned into... Actually, I might, I might be confusing two things. Because there was... <laughs> There was one, there was a toy that was going to be Megatron that could turn into Galvatron. Mm. And I'm wondering now, I'm thinking if the one that turned into Skywarp was actually uh, a tank and jet. But anyway, the point is, this harkens back to that old design that never happened. Uh, which is which is just kind of fun. It's Most people, this won't make any difference to them. <laughs> but I mean, that, I mean, that is fun. I like the idea of it. Yeah. So... I'm looking to see if this was a, was it a tank? No, it was, oh, actually, okay, no, I was wrong. It's actually, he could turn into Megatron's robot mode or Skywarp's robot mode or Skywarp as a jet. What? No idea why, no idea why. It says, uh, this is, this is literally a, um, I'm reading this verbatim from the TF wiki. Mm-hmm. In a possible fit of madness. <laughs> I like the way that starts. A triple changer was proposed that would switch between Skywarp, possibly mistaken for Starscream, Megatron, and Skywarp's jet mode. Followed by, in a slightly more sane attempt, another triple, triple changer was proposed that would switch between Megatron, a very awkward Galvatron, and a Walter P-38 handgun with a futuristic silencer and laser sight. So... That's the uh, that's the other one with the uh, turning into Galvatron. See, but anyway, that's beside the point. It's still a cool looking figure. Um, there was one last thing I wanted to mention, but oh, yeah. So they did do a uh, the the Chinese um, electronics manufacturer Xiaomi, mm-hmm. who makes uh, Android phones and tablets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they partnered with Takara. Uh, actually, no, they partnered with Hasbro, I think. You could tell from probably from the goofiness of the actual robot. It was a Hasbro design. They partnered with Hasbro to make a transformer that turned into a Xiaomi tablet. And the transformer is Soundwave, but you wouldn't know because it doesn't look anything like Soundwave. I see. So here's... And when I first saw it, I was... When I first saw the like photos of it in robot mode and then like kind of a blurry photo of it in tablet mode. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool because it's a fairly three dimensional robot that really bends over backwards to become a very flat tablet. Like everything kind of unfolds. Like his head is made of three segments that come together to make a three dimensional head, but that all become like flat slices when it turns into the tablet. And I thought, oh, that's actually kind of cool. So then I watched a video review of it. <laughs> and uh, so the guy shows the box and the box looks very fancy, like an actual tablet box. And this thing is supposedly like the exact size of the real tablet. So like iPad mini sized, you know, that smaller size, seven inch, roughly that kind of tablet size. So anyway, he opens it up. And you see the tablet there. And the first thing I notice is, of course, it looks like someone has already dropped it and the screen has shattered. <laughs> because the screen has to transform apart. 
right you know and you can see the lines and it just looks like oh that thing is already broken so he takes it out and this was a thing that i had not even considered when i was thinking about this product so he takes it out and he shows the screen in the front and it's very shiny and everything and he turns it around and the back you know looks like a flat tablet but the sleeve that it's in has a bunch of like little circuit designs on it and stuff and he he goes like yeah that's just there to hide this and he takes it out of the bag and the back is actually just nothing but robot parts (laughs) 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 i was just like oh wow that ruins everything man yeah it's like you know how I mean, it, it's just like literally like there's a face and feet and hands and guns and everything. Just the whole back. There's just like a little silver border of the, you know, if you're looking at it from the front or the side, it would look like a tablet. But the back, they did nothing to try and hide the fact. I mean, I guess like just, you know, getting everything to flatten out was basically the extent of the engineering they're willing to do mm-hmm. for this very limited production promotional item. <laughs> uh, and they're just like, you know, we're not even going to try. There's no panels or anything. We're not even going to try and cover up the fact that if you just turn it around, it looks like a, a robot, <laughs> a robot fell over and came apart and got <laughs> compacted into the shape of a tablet. Oh no, I fell into a tablet making machine. <laughs> it just crumpled up all my bits. Yeah. None that of, is. Unfortunately, awful. none of these pictures actually show it in tablet mode. None of, of the ones course they don't. Playing, but, um, yeah. No so one's anyway. going to buy that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's going to do it for us for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you always. We always appreciate you listening, is what I meant to say, because I'm getting tired here. I tell you, I'm going to bed right and, now. Uh, okay, well, Pat's gone. Uh, that means we can start the actual show now. Uh, yeah. Jibcast.tv. Check us out. iTunes. Leave us a review if you want. Um, if we would... We would enjoy that. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good night, Pat. Good night, everybody.